0: Hello there, and welcome to the Sarlacc Pod. I'm your host, Brandon Kalos, and this is a Star Wars Podcast. Today is a very exciting day. Not only do I get to base an entire episode around Ahsoka, my all-time favorite episode, I am here with my brother, so we can kind of pull back the reins if I get a little too crazy. Um, and just I, I, I didn't just want it to be me rambling for a half hour or however long. So uh, I brought in Jared here, so uh, he can talk with me and and give another voice of reason, so you just you don't hear a thirty year old man uh, crying on a podcast. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah, instead of just hearing a thirty-year-old man, you're gonna hear a thirty-year-old and a twenty-three-year-old man crying over a. Part <laughs> <of our episode. laughs> Seriously, see,
0: seeing her like that. So, <laughs> hearing just hearing Bo Katan, we work together. We we work at the same place. When Bo Katan said Ahsoka, obviously we you know we text and everything, but then we get to work and everybody at work has watched it, and we nonstop just were. Like going crazy because all, of us all, us have, all of us, all of us, all of us, all of us had seen Clone Wars, all of us have seen Rebels, and yeah. all of us were just going crazy. And then, uh I knew last week I kind of talked about how we're going to see Ahsoka in the the next week's episode, and then you know I reined it back and I was like, okay, okay, it's, if 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 anything, it's going to be this week with Dave Filoni, and we definitely weren't disappointed.
1: No, not at all. But like, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember when, like, like I, like you said, we worked together, and um, when I found out that the episode, the new, like, I think it was on Thursday, like the day before, I read this thing that said that the episode name was going to be called "The Jedi" and that it was directed by Dave Filoni, and I like yelled at you and I started freaking out because I was like, "This is it! It's yeah, got to be it! It's got to be!" Like, it, it has to be with Dave Filoni, and mm-hmm. then the title of it, like, yeah. yeah, I was so pumped when I when I found that out. I was like, I was like, I couldn't wait till the next day. To yeah. get on and watch it,
0: yeah. And and the one thing, the one thing I was worried about was we were going to see Ahsoka, but it was going to be like a remember at the end of The Last Jedi when you saw uh, Mark Hamill, the very last scene of the movie. Oh
1: yeah, in The Force Awakens.
0: That's oh yeah 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 The Force Awakens. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was worried about was going to be in this episode. Like we're gonna have an entire yeah. episode sir uh, uh you know surrounding mando and, and baby yoda yeah grogu uh, grogu I, that 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 it's that, so weird <laughs> that name is still weird for me so i've been saving baby yoda for a year so yeah so grogu i'm trying to i'm trying to wrap my mind around that
1: it's so weird
0: but yeah i was thinking it was just going to be them two and then at the very end he was gonna get uh gonna get to corvus and you know adventure there and 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 then try to find her. And then find her at the very end of the episode. That's what I was worried about was going to happen. Yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, we I totally see her, thought that too. I... Know, but when when we see those white lightsabers, the minute the show opens...
1: Not even... Yeah, not even a minute in.
0: I mean, I remember sitting with, with my son, with Easton, and just like... just Just freaking out.
1: Yeah.
0: Because yeah seeing seeing that live action i i loved first of all in in rebel she's got her white lightsabers and seeing those in animation form is awesome but there's just something about live action that just is ridiculous
1: holy cow it was so cool seeing the white lightsabers in live action was Uh just like phenomenal yeah I don't know. I don't even know what else to say. She, like, they're so cool in just Rebels, but then you put them in a live action setting and it's just like something I know. like you've never seen before.
0: Yeah, I know. It, it's I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it opens with her taking out the mercenaries. Um, yeah,
1: and I with that, like, I remember the same thing. Like, I, I kind of thought the same thing that it would just be the very end. We would like see her face and then it would cut off and mm-hmm. then we'd have to wait another week to see more of her. Um, but I was watching it with with my wife and I remember she like we turned it on. And yeah, when we just saw the lightsaber, she was uh, killing these soldiers or these mercenaries, excuse me. And I remember my wife, she just looked at me and she just said, oh, I guess we're just getting right into it, aren't we? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Like, let's just jump in because this is yeah, I thought it was a great way to start it because, I mean, it was just right away. We're going to get right into it. We're not going to skip skip around or jump around the bush at all we're just gonna do it and mm-hmm. I thought it was awesome that they just brought
0: her in straight away and I think I think we can give a lot of that to Dave Filoni who who directed this and obviously Ahsoka is his character oh yeah he's the one that that made her created her put her in the Clone Wars what 10 years ago has it been 10 yeah. or 15 years now since the Clone Wars <sighs> And then Man, I don't know. he's also responsible for Rebels, which he brought Ahsoka back in Rebels in, what, Season 3? And this mid-Season 2, Season 3?
1: Yeah, I think Season 2.
0: And, uh, like, he just get he just got right into it. And I think he knew, with all the hype, I mean, you had Bo-Katan say her name, yeah. Yeah. and then you go an entire week and do a, a, a again, I... I don't think it was a filler episode, but I've heard filler episode thrown out all all the time. Last week's episode, episode uh, chapter eleven or chapter twelve, right. siege twelve. You go the whole week. I don't think. I think you 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 can't do the fan base a disservice by showing her at the very end. And Dave yeah. Filoni definitely knew that, and he wanted this entire episode to be based around her because she is. I, I don't think. There's people, I mean, obviously there's people out there who don't like certain characters. But Ahsoka is one of those characters that's like, you know, like like in wrestling, everybody loves John Cena. (laughs) Regardless if he's the plain, the bad guy or the good guy, everybody loves him if you watch wrestling. I feel like everybody loves Ahsoka. Yeah.
1: And I've seen that on Twitter
0: for the past two or three days, just reading it. Yeah. And uh, he knows that. Yeah. He really does know that. How uh how did you feel about Rosario Dawson?
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. Um I remember, like I said, I was uh when we first turned it on, it was really weird. And mm-hmm. so I I watched all the I've watched all of Rebels, I've watched all of the Clone Wars. Um and so like I know all about Ahsoka. I mean you obviously know more about Ahsoka than I do, but growing up and, and watching I think uh, her name's Ashley x x scene, is that yeah Yeah, actually next time yeah so she obviously is the voice of ahsoka through all of the cartoons mm-hmm. um and so that's like who we know and who we love with, with yeah, that she, character she
0: made ahsoka who who she is
1: yeah absolutely definitely and so like um we had again it was kind of interesting i watched it with my wife And so I got to see kind of two different perspectives, like, cause she's never seen any of the cartoons. Mm -hmm. um, And I have, and so she didn't like think anything of it. She just thought that it was super cool that Rosario, Rosario, excuse me, Rosario Dawson just did such a great job. And like, I did too. Um, But she just like, for me, she just thought it was great from the start. And for me, it was weird. Uh, I remember like, it it was a little bit weird seeing her cause like, obviously like her facial features are just a little bit different. Um, So it was kind of weird not seeing the Ahsoka we're used to. And then especially weird when she started talking and it wasn't the voice we all know and love. But by the 100%, like within five minutes, five more minutes of seeing Ahsoka in live action, I was like, oh yeah, this is totally fine. Like she like, can totally take the role of Ahsoka no matter what. Like I sure. think that she did a phenomenal job and I think that she'll continue to do a phenomenal job as Ahsoka and I know that there will probably be some people who are like, oh, like, you know, it's different. Ashley is so much better. And I just think that I've seen like, that, yeah, and I I don't know. I just kind of I I just kind of think you have to look at it almost separately. I, I don't know how to explain it. I just think that Rosario is a perfect fit for a live action Ahsoka. But the voice in the cartoons will always be.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I I think they can both be good. I don't see. I just don't understand the point of why we have to have either one or the other. I think both are fantastic. No, I, I think
0: yeah, I think. So I just looked it up. The Clone Wars started in two thousand eight. So for twelve years, we've heard Ashley Eckstein's voice. Yeah, and yeah, when I first, first of all, you don't really get a clear shot of her face until after she kills all those guys. Right. So you're so you're so enthralled with the white lightsabers. And then you see her face and yeah it, it it does throw you off because it is live action but yeah. at the same time Rosario nailed it
1: oh she did so good
0: I think she looks I think she looks perfect I think she played the part perfect and I think it was just me adjusting from live action or from animation to live action
1: yeah but once that was my me too.
0: once my brain made that adjustment like I've got it on the TV right now I'm watching it again only I haven't muted she looks awesome. Yeah, they did such a good job with her. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought I thought she played the part perfectly.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And like, I never thought that I never thought she was bad as Ahsoka. Like, even from the beginning, she never did anything wrong. It, it was just like you said. I think it was just me adjusting from live action to. Yeah, yeah, from the from the yeah. cartoon I mean, live action. But for, for
0: twelve years, we've saw her, we've seen her live action. I remember even watching yeah. Rebels for the first time and seeing her on Rebels, and that's a different animation style. And I remember, right. and
1: she's a bit older.
0: Yeah, she she's a bit older, and 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 the animation's a little different. And I remember it was a hard time. It was me having my brain adjust again. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I think that's yeah. what it is. But but yeah, the. After like you said, after five minutes, it was fine, and I'm now now I'm watching the episode for like the fourth time now. It's probably yeah. you know I'm gonna probably play it the entire week and then forever because I loved it so much. And she yeah, it's just it's just Ahsoka to me now.
1: Yeah,
0: um, she did so good. She yeah, she was great. I I, I can't wait to see more of her. Uh, we can me go too. ahead and talk about her white lightsabers because they're awesome. I wanted I want to do an entire series where I talk about a bunch of things Ahsoka. Make and and there is a novel written by E. K. Johnson, which I love. It is just you know named Ahsoka, and uh, it is after. I need to read it again because at the in season seven of Clone Wars, when she fights Maul, that yeah. that that's in the book, and then obviously she leaves, and then she just goes into hiding, um, and that book is her in hiding. She goes and works for a family. She becomes really good friends um, with these, uh, with, with with Caden Lart, and, uh, you know, the Empire comes, and and they, they're they basically slaves. They're farmers, and then the Empire comes and, and takes their crops, and they're basically slaves. But I, I want to do a whole yeah. series dedicated to that book, but in the book, because she when she leaves the Jedi Order, she doesn't have lightsabers anymore, right? Right. And then... Yeah, she she basically builds new ones out of scrap metal and then for the crystals she kills an inquisitor who had red and uh she healed them, at which they become white. I think I want to do an episode on lightsabers too. So we'll cool. we'll do that more, but yeah, I definitely I definitely want to do an entire series dedicated to the novel of Ahsoka and just her in general and then yeah, I definitely want to do like I want to do an episode on lightsabers ships speeders you know all that all that kind of stuff so we'll get into that a little more in a future episode but i just want to say like her her white saber her white lightsabers are awesome and for any of you guys who has who have uh, who have gone to galaxy's edge you can buy them and i've actually held them in my hand and uh what are they like man each of them are hundred and ten dollars, and then the longer, and then then sabers one shorter, one's longer. The longer one, the longer blade was eighty, and then I think the or the the longer one was a hundred, and I think the shorter one was eighty. So in total, you're paying like 300 like three something, almost four hundred dollars for them. Yeah, and I want them, and I, I did build my own. <laughs> he, I I built my own, and that yeah. was like two hundred bucks, and you get to do the whole like it's a show basically that you're you're paying for and it's, yeah. it's awesome i highly recommend it for any of you any of you who go to galaxy's edge but next time i go i'm i'm buying them because they're awesome yeah. and the sound of them too because all lightsaber sounds the same except kylo's and ahsoka's right there's just something about them that i love yeah we can we can get on to we can get on onto the episode we've been rambling for uh 20 minutes <laughs> Oh shoot <laughs> That's fine we'll, we'll run down this episode quick Okay We open up with her just taking out all those mercenaries We get, uh, you know, they're pounding on the, on the bell and getting everybody inside And mm-hmm. she confronts Morgan Elsba Who basically enslaved Kaladin Yeah And uh, you find out later that, that she's, she's working for Thrawn But we'll talk about that uh, later in a second And actually Thrawn is going to be our trivia The, the Wikipedia thing that I read but she tells she tells Morgan Elspeth that if she she has a, a, a one day to tell her information of what of what she wants, or and then she's gonna come back and, and kill more mercenaries. All right. So after we see that amazing opening scene with with Ahsoka, we get to see uh, Din and our uh, baby Yoda flying, and of course we have the notorious ball, I guess, <laughs> gear shift. Yeah. That he loves so much, they're gonna land. So, so he tells Yoda to get back in his seat, and and he does. But he 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 uses yeah. the force and 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 steals his ball anyway, which is going to play a big part in the episode.
1: Which can I can I just say, I love that about Star Wars. How even the smallest little thing is gonna come back and make a difference in it. I feel like because like I don't know. I even I, I even get in this mindset every time I watch Star Wars that when uh, didn't jar when our Mando took the ball from him and put it back in his pocket. Like, I think I've watched star star Wars for so long that immediately my mind just thinks, okay, I guarantee you, we're going to see that later. Oh and yeah. I just love that star Wars does that.
0: Yeah. When, when, when she, when Ahsoka tells him to, to connect.
1: Right. And yeah. So
0: he like, and he had dropped the rock by that point. I, I immediately yeah. knew, Oh, he's going for that ball.
1: Yeah, he has to. I love that. And I just, I just think that's so cool. Cause not a whole lot of shows do, small little details like that and I just I don't know I and I I just think it's cool that Star Wars always plays a part like
0: that yeah I really do like that yeah um so yeah we we get into we get into Din going in he uh he walks up to the gate and you had what was his name wing
1: I think so
0: yeah he played uh no Lang Wing is Wing is yeah. the uh, Wing is the guy he talks to, and and he tell he he, he talks to the kids, and Wing is the one oh, who that's right. yeah. told them not to talk to him. Right. Lang Lang is the guy's name, and he he immediately recognizes him as a Mandalorian and a bounty hunter, but then he asks him if he's guild or not, which I think is pretty important because I think I read somewhere that the 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 bounty hunters guild is set to higher standards than just regular bounty hunters. Like if you're just like a regular bounty hunter, I don't think you're seen as highly as a guild member. Yeah. So I think when he asked him if he was guild and, and Din said last time I checked, then uh, I, I think that was like, okay, I'll let you in because I can, I can trust you because they're held to a higher standard. Right. And yeah, we, we, he's walking through the town and people are, not talking to him and that's when we hear Wing say, Yeah, hey, you're not supposed to talk to us. And then that's when he that's when one of the guards come and say that the uh, magistrate wants to talk to him, Morgan Elsba. And yeah. she asks him to kill Ahsoka. And in return he she was gonna give him a uh A Bascar. Yeah, a Bascar uh spear. Bascar is awesome. It's so cool. I think in every episode so far since season 1 there's been at least one time that i'm like yeah bascar's awesome yeah in 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 two episodes when he's when they're taking over when they're taking over the ship with Bo-Katan and the rest of the the night owl, yeah. he, the 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 troopers are just shooting him and he, you know he's falling on the ground obviously but he, like nothing's hitting him Nothing hits him. And then you get and then then you get later in the episode when Ahsoka's attacking him and the lightsabers are doing nothing to his armor.
1: Which is crazy. Yeah. Right? Like Bascars is incredible. I love it. Yeah, it's so cool. They're just opening so many things with the Mandalorian.
0: They are. They (laughs) I think I think with Disney Plus they can do this now. Yeah. Where I mean they've always they've always had no problem making series. And like Lucasfilm has never been, you know, now that Disney owns Lucasfilm, I don't think that, I think, I think that they're, they're so much more limitless in what they can do. Right. Because, you know, we'll talk about, we'll talk about the end of Rebels. I mean, that's when Ahsoka, when Ahsoka comes back to Sabine, that's a whole show in in of itself, you know? Yeah, and I sure. even said on Twitter that I feel like this episode was a pilot for Ahsoka's for Ahsoka's own show. Yeah, because
1: yeah,
0: when 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 she, well, I mean we'll get into it later, but um, when she's talking and asking for Thrawn, you're like, okay, there, this is this is still the Mandalorian, and she's looking for Thrawn. That's right. going to be its own show for sure. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. And it has to be. Morgan Elsbo tells Mando that she wants the Jedi dead, in in, in, in exchange for the Bascar spear, which he he doesn't he doesn't say yes, he doesn't say no, he just asks where he can find her. So then it shows him in the woods. She jumps out of the trees and starts attacking him. And like we said earlier, the the saber is doing absolutely nothing to the Bascar. So cool. Yeah, and then, uh. So after he they they fight for a minute he Yasoka Tano, I'm I, I was sitting here by bo and and uh, then she sees baby Odin and she's like I hope we you want to talk about it. him <laughs> Yeah I thought that I thought that was awesome <laughs> So I hope they, it's about him Yeah yeah he they go and I thought Oh sorry No you're fine
1: Um I was just gonna say I thought that was kind of cool that um that line where she where she says I hope it's about him because it kind of to me it kind of just brought back that charm that ahsoka has always had in all of the series Mm -hmm, for sure like the whole episode she's been this like you know crazy warrior which ahsoka always is but then just like when you know we see baby yoda and she just like kind of with a smile like she's just like i hope it's about him that right there was kind of touching to me because i was like oh there she is like that's the that's the ahsoka personality that all have grown to learn to love you know
0: Yep, and it would—it's crazy after you know she leaves the Jedi Order and then Order sixty six happens. Yeah, and what what has her life been like? You know, uh, in the novel, in the novel I was telling you about, you get to see a little bit of what what goes on. And but even in the novel, she stayed her happy self. Yeah, and I love it. I love that. It's so cool. So you have you—it shows her uh, talking with with baby Yoda. They're not talking. They're just. Grogu's just kind of making grunts like he always does. And Mando yeah. asks if you know, they if 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 they can communicate and she says, you know, through the force they can. And this is where things get interesting because we learn that he was in Coruscant during Order sixty six. Yeah.
1: In the temple.
0: Yeah. So he was there when Anakin or Vader killed all those kids.
1: Yeah. Because
0: he was, he was being trained by someone. Yeah. And that's how he has the force. So that also tells me that his species just isn't born with the force. I mean, I mean, people are born with the force. It just, you got to get it out of them. But, you know, I always just thought that, okay, Yoda was this crazy Jedi master, this crazy, you know, force wielding person. And then you have another person, you know, baby Yoda with the force and you're like okay this species is just born with a bunch of midichlorians but you start yeah. to learn that no he was just said another kid being trained trained and uh, so i thought that was yeah, that trained. was interesting and then um then we do the the test where you know she she tells him to move the rock with his mind and he doesn't because he's stubborn and <laughs> that's when we that's when uh Ahsoka's like, okay, you do it, tells Din to do it and he doesn't. She's like, You gotta connect with him. And that's when we he pulls out the ball and he's like, Hey, Grogu, you want this? And and of course he takes it and and I thought that was a really fun moment that was like, Yeah, you you did it. Way to go, man, you know. Yeah, I when, thought that was so cool I mean, seeing how proud he was of this. Yeah, him. yeah. When my kid does something, I'm like, I, I do that. And again, yeah one it's becoming a theme in this season for me to talk about like dad things he's he's coming such he's becoming such a dad and yeah, I, I love it because because everything that he does with baby with with grogu is something that i do with my son every day right it's awesome it's so cool so i just love seeing that but anyway she, ahsoka talks about the connection and she can't how she can't train him because he they're way too connected and he's like well no you you've seen his powers you can you've seen what he does but she that she says she brings up anakin Anakin was way yeah. too attached to his mother and, and Padme and, and look where it got him. So it, it was really yeah. fun. It was really fun. That was cool
1: to see her references.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know, you know, that was going to happen. I mean, yeah, of course they were so close. She, it, you know, in, in rebels when they fought, like that was such a powerful moment when she's like, Oh my gosh, you know, cause I don't, she didn't know he became Vader. But in Rebels, right. when she finally realized that, holy crap, Anakin is Vader. Like that moment, you're just like, wow, that's powerful. And uh, so she references him. She references uh, Yoda. She tells him, Anakin, or Ahsoka tells tells Din that she can't train him. And, and he's like, well, I was sent here to kill you. And she, you know, the magistrate said she was going to give me a Biscar spear to kill you. So, of, of course, they come up with a plot. also liked... I also like when they decide to, to strike up an alliance. Uh, I love that Mando's like huh, a Jedi and a Mandalorian. Who's gonna see that coming? <laughs> They'll never see that. And I, coming. I, it's funny because Ahsoka's like, well, I mean, I have been friends with a lot of Mandalorian.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. This so is...
0: it's it's funny that that you know, Din doesn't know who the Jedi are. He doesn't even yeah, know what the isn't. Force is. So when yeah. he's just like, yeah, well, we know that. He knows that Jedi and and Mandalorians never got along, but here we have Ahsoka. She's been with a ton of Mandalorians. She became really good friends with Satine, and Sabine, and obviously Bo Katan. So it's yeah. funny he said that, and in and, and you know the look in her eye was like, yeah, well, yeah, that is kind of funny, but you yeah, know, I have a history with them.
1: I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cool.
0: Before they strike up the alliance or, or and talk about who who Morgan Elsbeth is ahsoka tells him that during the clone wars her people were massacred and uh, she survived and let her anger basically fuel an industry that built the imperial navy and that would have definitely something to do with Thrawn, right
1: probably i think so
0: probably he probably had a lot to do with that or maybe she just he was the highest up and and she wanted to immediately go for him in the next scene we have ahsoka emerged from the woods and and they start ringing the bell and she starts killing them she gets on top of the tower and and cuts the bell in half which was awesome
1: i thought that was so cool
0: then she gets up to the magistrate and then throws uh throws mando's shoulder plate with the uh, mudhorn on it and says that she killed him (laughs) and she asks for more information Again, we don't know that it's for Thrawn yet, but she's she, she wants to know something from the Magistrate. And, of course, the Magistrate refused. And then she just says to her man to, to kill her anyway. And, of course, she jumps up and, and starts wrecking more guys, like she always does. Like they're just droids from the Clone Wars.
1: Yeah, like Ahsoka is. <laughs> yep. is. That's who she is. <laughs> this isn't new to her, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Nope, not at all. In the meantime, the magistrate uh, Morgan Elsbeth tells him to to kill those prisoners that they had in the I don't know the shock chambers, I guess. Yeah, and uh, when they're gonna shoot them, Din comes and in, in with his jetpacks and 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 kills all the kills all those people, and then uh, Wing, who was the guy from the earlier in the episode, helps him free and and get the get the the slaves to safety or the prisoners to safety, and then. Ahsoka's just wrecking more guys Destroying all the, all the assassin droids So when Lang comes Ahsoka's already on the other side of the wall And this This, this scene was really funny When it was just Mando and Lang outside And Lang's like who do you think's winning <laughs> <laughs> He's like yeah, well I thought it was so cool Either your guy wins or my guy wins And in the background you can hear him fighting And, yeah. and again the Baskar The Baskar Spear Against the white lightsabers, the sound was awesome, and even even oh, so cool. even even Easton, my five year old, was like, "That sounds so cool." Yeah, you know he's he's off. You know he he's half watching it, but he's over here he's over here doing his own thing. But even he lifted his head up and he's like, "Dad, that sounds awesome." Yeah, I think uh,
1: so. I, I wanted to ask you something, but I guess we can leave it to the the questions at the end. So sorry. We'll, no, we'll go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. So I just – I had an interesting thought um, as we were watching this because at first when when she – when Ahsoka is there, um, when Ahsoka first meets the Mando and she starts to kind of fight him and attack him a little bit and he's mm-hmm. fending himself off with just the – just his arm plates. Um, and both me and my wife were kind of surprised. We were like, dang, I guess – I guess I guess, Biscar can, can take care of lightsabers now too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it kind of brought me back to some of the Mandalorian episodes in Clone Wars. Um, and y- you've seen it more than I have, so remind me or or correct me if I'm wrong. Um but if I remember right, the history of, of Mandalore, um, in the episode where Obi Wan fights Pre Vizsla in like a one on one type showdown thing. Yeah. Uh with Death Watch. Pre Vizsla kind of explains how they got the Darksaber and he kind of explains a little bit of the um the tools or the armor of the Mandalorian, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I remember this is where you're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. Cause my, my memory's a little vague, but I remember, I think he mentioned something about how like the purpose of, of kind of the the weaponry that they put together and the training that they do is to mimic a lot of the kind of powers that the Jedi have. I think I remember previously telling Obi-Wan that where he's like, I mean, we don't have we have the dark saber, but we don't have the force, and that puts us at a disadvantage against any Jedi we face. Yeah, which is why they have stuff like the flame flower or the flamethrower or the grapple cord or hook, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call
0: it. Yeah, and do so remember that.
1: yeah, and so I just thought it was interesting that uh for a second when I was first caught off guard, when I was like, "Dang, I guess Biscar can hold up the lightsaber." After I thought about it, it actually made sense that that the Mandalorians would be able to find and even create an element or um again, another weapon that could mimic the, or have some kind of response to a Jedi attacking a Mandalorian. Right.
0: Yeah. And sure. I thought,
1: I thought that that was kind of cool that, I mean, it just made sense to me coming back to how it was explained by Pre that, yeah, um, I guess that's just another tool or, or thing that they have created that, helps them get a little bit more of an advantage over jedi so yeah. i thought that was 100
0: yep. kind of cool. that's awesome yeah i love that
1: sorry i just i just remembered that and i wanted to ask you about it if you if i was wrong on that or no i just don't. thought that
0: was 100 cool. percent correct yeah that's awesome it, that's i didn't even think about that but you're 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 perfectly correct yep
1: yeah and then we see that in the fight too when ahsoka is fighting the magistrate and it's just she's able to keep up with ahsoka because she has this Bascar spear that mm-hmm. that helps her fight her you know yep I thought that was cool,
0: yeah. And I loved that. Um, I loved there was a, a throwback, and you know this is again more magic of Dave Filoni. Uh, Ahsoka gets one of her lightsabers taken away, basically, and it gets thrown into yeah. the water. I loved when that happened. She immediately took the her one lightsaber she had left and went with the the backhand grip. Yeah, because that's in in early episodes of the Clone Wars before she had dual lightsabers that's how she fought
1: that's how she trained yeah
0: correct uh, you don't don't quote me on this but i want to say there's like seven fighting styles that the jedi use yeah and i'm not even going to try to attempt to guess what hers is or talk about what hers is but i remember hearing and i don't i don't know if this is canon or or whatever but i think i heard or or read somewhere 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 that she had the backhand grip because Anakin watched her fight and was like, "Here, try this." Huh? And I don't—that's not in the Clone Wars. I, like I said, I don't think that's canon. I probably just read that, you know, from a, a fan-written a fan thing. But I really thought that was—that was, yeah. was awesome—that she went to that backhand yeah. grip. Once she lost her second blade, she just went, and I was like, "That's that's hundred percent Dave Filoni. Yeah, he knows exactly man. what he's." Oh, Shoto. <laughs> I just I just looked it up on on Wikipedia. Yeah, that like I said, there's like mind. I think there's like seven. Different fighting styles. Uh, but Shoto is the one that she uses. And I thought that was a That's great cool. callback. So she um, she takes down the magistrate. And again demands for info on what we get to find out is Grand Admiral Thrawn. I'm going to ask you a question. Does she kill her?
1: Honestly, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. Would, uh, well... I don't know. What do you think? And then
0: I guess I'll explain. I, 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 don't, it, I don't know because old Ahsoka wouldn't have. Would not have. Yeah. But she had no problem taking out all those mercenaries in the beginning of the episode. And she's killing right. all those guys to prove a point that she wants to know information. So I don't yeah. know. But I also feel like those guys were trying to kill her in the first place
1: anyways. and And the magistrate was too. But at that point... She was defenseless. I mean, the fight—the fight was over, right? Yeah. Like she, there, the magistrate couldn't do anything to Ahsoka, and that's why I think that—that's where the difference is. Because those, all those mercenaries were trying to kill her and had weapons to do so, and so mostly she was just defending herself. True. And then with the magistrate she disarms her, and then there's nothing the magistrate can really do. So at that point, I think is probably. But but then again, they they crown. If I remember right, in the conclusion, they crown wing like not really crown him but they give wing like the robes of the magistrate basically symbolizing like yeah they make him governor
0: governor governor wing
1: right and so i guess that basically means she's gone so maybe ahsoka did kill her yeah
0: yeah i i'm gonna go out on a limb say she didn't kill her because it is ahsoka and we know who she is
1: yeah i don't think she
0: did either Um, but yeah good point i didn't think about the i didn't think about the wing guy being made the (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, I didn't think that had anything to do with it, but now that you brought it up, maybe it does. I don't think it well, changes but... my answer at all. I, I think don't think it does either. I think kind of went away.
1: Yeah, and I think Ahsoka, I mean maybe even they could have just imprisoned her or something. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I think it's Ahsoka wouldn't have done that, especially if she was defenseless at that point.
0: Yeah. Another thing I like and that's something I've always liked about Mandalorian is it's like the old west and you have old oh, so shootouts cool. <laughs> because when he's with um when he's with lang, lang and they're listening to him fight and he's like sounds like your guy won and yeah. then he slowly puts his gun down and and it relaxes mando a little bit but then he like pulls out the gun from behind him and and mando outdraws him and shoots him i love yeah. that that old west fighting style oh, then, it had uh, such
1: an old west feel especially it. when like when mando kept they kept going back to the shot of him right next to his gun like his hand Oh, I right love next that. To I love that shot. Like getting ready for it. Yep. And then even after Mando kills Lang, he even does a little gun flip and then puts it back. Yep, he does. <laughs> Which he I does. thought was so Western. Yep, and, and, then, so and cool. then Wing's
0: like, hey, behind you. And then without even thinking, just pulls out his gun, pulls out his blaster and shoots the, the droid right. right in the head. So cool. Perfect shot. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I love the Western feel we get from this series. Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, that's that's the uh, that's, that's basically yeah. the episode. But uh, well, Ahsoka says she can't train him. Yeah, um, but she told did. him to go to Titan, which we know as the place where the Jedi Council used to meet. If for any of you who have played the RPG, the uh, the Old Republic, if you start as uh, the light side and become a, and 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 start as a Jedi, you start on Titan. So that's going to be really interesting to see. Again, another. I don't want to say animated because it's a video game, but it's going to, it's going to be cool to see Tython in live action because it is beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you know, lush and mountainous and it's going to be really cool to see. Um, but he said to, to go to the temple and that Grogu basically go to the altar and, and see what he can do. Reach out to any, and and if any Jedi can reach out for the force and, and find him, then maybe they'll be able to train him. So what do you think? Ezra?
1: Uh, my, no, actually, but I never, I didn't even actually think about Ezra. Yeah. Um, I actually thought it was going to be Ahsoka. I thought that Ahsoka would, would come back. Cause I know that she said that she wouldn't train him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I kind of had a feeling that, that Ahsoka, cause Ahsoka is just such a good person yeah. and I kind of had a feeling that if, if Grogu did reach out. To the force and have this desire really to be trained, I think Ahsoka would answer
0: the call. That's kind of back to it. That's kind of so. I I say, I say Ezra just because I want to put questions into people's heads. (laughs) But I think you're right. I think it was the really, I mean, she already gave him the first initial test, but I really think that this might be a second test for him. Right. That if he can go to the temple. And unlock it, or do whatever he needs to do. And Ahsoka can like force sense that he did that. And then she's then yeah. then essentially she can say, "Okay, he's ready." Yeah, but
1: that's what my initial thought was. I think that it would, it was just another test for him, and then mm-hmm. she would eventually come back to him.
0: Another question I have: Are we going to see yeah. Ahsoka again?
1: Oh, unfortunately, I don't think this season we will. I think I don't this either. is kind of, I think this was kind of it for her. I think that. uh Maybe perhaps even next season she might be in it a little more. Mm-hmm. I think but I think this is it for this one.
0: Okay. For this season. I, I teased you earlier. We hung out today. It's my son's birthday. And I teased you earlier that I have some conspiracy.
1: Oh thing. yeah. I gotta hear it.
0: So um I'm excited. <clears throat> people had a problem with Ahsoka's who's or her montrails, or lack of a better term, her headdress. It's not a headdress, it's her body. But people had a problem with them, because in the revels, they're like, go down to her waist. So I've, I've seen a lot of like haircut memes and stuff. But here's my little conspiracy thing that I had. As a production standpoint. It would be with all the fighting that she did, it would be very hard to have Rosario wear something like that and do the thing that she do the things that she was doing. And then I I saw a lot of people say that argument, but I've also I also saw a lot of people counter the argument by saying, well look at Shock T. Shock T was in live action and she had, you know, a super long headdress costume. But Shock T did not do. did fight as much. Any fighting. As she did on Geonosis a little bit, but you didn't see a lot of it on camera. Yeah. So here's my little conspiracy thing. At the end of Rebels, when she comes back to Sabine and they essentially go find Ezra, I don't think that anybody thought, oh, okay, that's at the end of that. I think everybody was like, okay, there's the other show. Right? Yeah. We knew that there was going to be a show yeah. centered around Ahsoka and Sabine. We knew there was going to be. I think that... Yeah. As a production standpoint, I think you had to make Ahsoka's Leku's like, short like that because you're going to... if If this was her only episode in live action, I think they would have bit the bullet, told Rosario to suffer and wear the super heavy, super long <laughs> headdress and ride it out for one episode. Yeah. And and I, I think Dave... I mean, Dave Filoni's not dumb. He, he knows. And if he wanted to be super accurate, which I'm sure he wanted to be, but he also was like, I can't put Rosario through this all the time. It would be uncomfortable. Right. It would be... Like, as far as a choreography stand, standpoint... It would suck. Yeah, it would. So, which brings me to my next point. I don't think we're going to see her in Mandalorian again. At least this really? season. This, for sure not this season. I'm still wondering if we even see her at all in this series. Yeah. However, I think the Ahsoka-Sabine series, and obviously, so at the end of Rebels, we knew there was going to be another series. With yeah. her asking for Thrawn, you're like 100% there's going to be an, an Ahsoka series. Yeah, that just confirms 100%. It. And with her headdress that she's wearing, again, not a headdress, it's her, her body. With her short mantrals, that confirms that the Ahsoka, possibly Sabine series is going to be live action. Because What do you mean? It's, it's got to be live action yeah like why because if they're going to do an entire series like i said from a production standpoint right of making, course, Rosa- yeah. making rosario making rosario wear that every episode day in and day out it would suck
1: oh, yeah i i see what you're saying
0: <clears throat> and filoni would i don't think you would want to have a mandalorian series that's so popular and have ahsoka in it and then do a animated series and then draw Ahsoka how she really like regularly was with them down to her waist. And people were like, wait right. a second, why does she look different? Right. So I think you're going to, from now on, you're going to see Ahsoka live action.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, I see what you mean.
0: You get it. Yeah. Cause they wouldn't just do, I mean, if it was just this one episode, I'm pretty sure they probably would have. It's Dave Filoni. He knows what he's doing. Yeah.
1: He would, he would have done the whole headdress for or sure. not, you know, not headdress but yeah yeah uh, like for a lack of a better term yeah um but but yeah that
0: makes total makes sense, sense actually
1: yeah because they're gonna do it you would think that they would do it more and more because totally they shortened it up because
0: was and, rosario was oh phenomenal.
1: yeah me too yeah i'm fine with it if they want to do a live action ahsoka and sabine series please give it to me yeah <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I will take it
0: <laughs> so that was my uh that was my conspiracy thing that's that I, cool. I that I've been thinking about. I th- I thought about that's that all cool. last night. Because Yeah, that's my, cool to think about. Because it does bug me. I'm I am bugged about it. This episode is perfect except for that. It did bug me. Yeah. Because she looked off and I didn't know why she looked off until about halfway through the episode and I was like, "Wait a second, those are supposed to be longer." Yeah. So I'm not going to I'm not going to lie and say that I wasn't not happy with it. Right. Because uh, it it, it kind of irritated me a little bit. But the more I thought about it, the more like, okay, from a production standpoint, get makes over it. Sense. It makes sense. Get over it. So, and I just, I think that you had to because Ahsoka is, and you can animate that stuff, no problem. But you if know, you're going to make yeah, Ahsoka the same right now and have Rosario running around and killing people, you can't do that.
1: You can't do it.
0: So, anyway, that was my big rant for the episode. I, I like, like it. <laughs> you like that? I would. No, yeah, like too get, crazy. Like
1: if they're gonna make a live action, do it. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm what? Totally
0: okay. I'm I'm totally cool with the live action. From I'm I'm totally cool with seeing her live action from now on.
1: Yeah, I think that's so interesting. Yeah, I think you
0: make a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about that all last night. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does make sense.
0: Alright, all of you guys know we like to end the episode um with some trivia. It's going to be about Thrawn today, because he is awesome and he's in Rebels a lot. He was pretty do you, do you think he was the main villain in Rebels?
1: Yeah. I don't think he didn't show up till like season three, right?
0: Yeah, he didn't show up to the, the end
1: of season two. Um I think I think he was the main villain though, yeah, you could say.
0: I do too. Uh but we, we are going to throw out some Easter eggs and I'm gonna ask Jared uh, the easter eggs that he found
1: so um i only found one uh i only found one in this episode i usually find a couple but this time i only got one which was the um quick scene the quick shot of the loaf cat that we got to see which oh, i thought it was... it was
0: fast it was fast like half a second yeah
1: yeah it was so cool but i thought it was so cool i just like immediately recognized it i was like oh mm-hmm. that's a loaf cat yep. and i thought it was so cool to be able to see something from rebels with that
0: yep Yep, uh, we also had a we also had an Anakin reference, which we did, which we talked about earlier. Oh yeah, I did. And a Yoda reference, right. which we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, we also talked about Typhon and for all the people who have never played the video game, I highly recommend it. It's it's really fun. But typhon yeah. is is there uh, the last Easter egg? I actually caught this one the first time I watched the episode. So all of you guys know I watched the episode like two or three times. Um, I caught this the first time I watched it and then I went on to Twitter and I saw another guy mention it and I was like oh, oh cool I, I'm, I'm glad I caught that but the more I
1: yeah uh, super cool reference
0: you're definitely going to come back on because we're going to break down Clone Wars I don't know when but we're going to do <laughs> Clone Wars I, I don't think we're going to do every episode because that would take forever but what I want to do is all the main arcs
1: right I and think
0: that's both mine and yours favorite episodes in clone wars is the mortis arc
1: yeah i love the mortis arc
0: it's the best one and uh we'll 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 talk about it but in mortis you had the father of the force essentially and his yeah. daughter who represented the light side and his son who represented the dark side and um you know they fight and and the daughter dies and she turns into or, or represents herself as a, an owl, a Morai, right? Yeah, and basically it follows Ahsoka around everywhere now because they connected. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when when Din's walking through the forest, I immediately saw it on the branch. I'm like, "There's the Morai. We're gonna see Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, we're gonna, we're, she, she's gonna be in the next scene, which she was. It was. So I I thought that was that was really cool, and I, I tweeted that out, and, so cool. and I'm glad I caught that. I'm glad. I really take pride in me catching these things and then going later and looking for more Easter eggs and then finding like, Oh, I found all these, but it's really cool to, I mean, I don't even think that I, unless you're looking at background stuff, I don't think you would have caught that because it really blends in with the trees.
1: Yeah. I didn't catch it at all. I definitely did not catch it.
0: That was really cool. And you know, Dave Filoni, like again, his magic.
1: Yeah. He doesn't do it any by accident.
0: If any of you have not, and I'm I'm going to do a podcast where uh, where we talk about the making of the Mandalorian. It's a series that they do also do on Disney Plus. There is a part where Dave Filoni is talking about the Duel of Fates in Phantom Menace.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And I'm not going to spoil it. I want you guys to go and, and watch it. But here, there he's talking about that, and when you're watching that, you're just like. That is George Lucas, like Dave yeah. Filoni is George Lucas. That that they're the same line. Yeah, pretty
1: much, they they have the same vision mm-hmm. for sure.
0: I love that. So so if you haven't watched that, go watch it. It's on Disney Plus, but I, I highly recommend that. Uh, I think we've I think we've asked all the questions. Do you have any more questions?
1: Uh, no, that's all I had. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all I had. It was a pretty. It was just an awesome episode. I was just in mm-hmm. love with all of it, and I didn't really question any of it. No. So
0: no. Like I said, I'm I'm going to be watching this episode for a hundred times because I love it so much. Oh. I, I thought, yeah, I thought it was awesome.
1: I do have one question. What? Can Dave Filoni do anything wrong? That's my question.
0: Um... <laughs> because
1: I don't think he can. <laughs> I don't think that man can do anything yes. wrong. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. What? There is an arc in Clone Wars that I skip over every time I watch it. The Which arc one? when they're in the the water. It's three episodes, and they're fighting oh, in the water the, with the mon calamari. They
1: call the uh, mon calamari. Yeah, that one that arc was pretty boring. <laughs> that one was kind of hard for me
0: to get through. Those are boring.
1: But so, there's a couple of them that I there's a couple arcs that I think are boring. But I don't know if you can really blame him for no, that. No,
0: you can't. I was just trying to <laughs> say something. Funny. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm not big. No. I'm
1: not, there are some arcs that are kind of hard to get through. That no. definitely is one. Of Dave them.
0: <laughs> can do no wrong. Oh, he's such. With him at the one. helm, I this franchise is where is it going to end? Yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, we're in good hands. You know, people, people, Ooh, people right. criticize. Disney and and Kathleen Kennedy, but as long as, as long as Dave Filoni is the head guy there, which I think he is,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: as long as he's that guy, Star Wars is in good hands. Yeah, for sure. I'm so grateful for him. Me too. So we're going to end this episode by talking about Grand Admiral Thrawn. Uh, If this is the first episode you listen to, I basically just pick a topic about this last episode and read straight from wikipedia i start with the history give a little bit of description and uh just read straight from word for word from wikipedia and we're going to talk about grant admiral thron because he played a pretty big part in this episode at the end and i do believe that he is going to be talked about a lot especially when we get into the new ahsoka series which i believe this episode was a pilot for an Ahsoka series. Alright, reading straight from Wikipedia, I am going to butcher the crap out of his name. Mithra Nurado, born as <laughs> Kivu Ra Nuru, was the core name Varan, recognized in his early military career as Mithra Nuru, and better known as his core name Thron. With a uh was a Chiz male officer of the Chiz ascendancy and a grand admiral into the imperial navy during the age of the galactic empire an alien imperial officer was striking blue skin red eyes and an angular face thrawn was well known as a brilliant and ruthless strategist he believed that in the order to achieve victory in war one must know their their enemy as such, he dedicated himself to understanding the philosophy, art, and culture of his opponents, which included the Twi'lek's on Ryloth, and the warriors of Mandalore. When Governor uh, Arnda Prince—I apologize—I'm butchering a lot of these words—requested a strong commander capable of defeating the rebels on Lothal, Grand Admiral Thrawn accepted the challenge and intended to dismantle the rebellion one piece at a time. So uh, that's just a little bit about him. Uh, like I said, if you want to go read more, Wikipedia has been so fun. Starting this podcast, I was telling Jared before we um, started recording that I, I there's there's times where I'm just on here for hours, just clicking hyp just clicking clicking hyperlinks. You know, I'll read an article and be like, oh this 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 is blue. Let me click on that. And it'll take me to a new page, and I've learned more about Star Wars than I have in the 19 years that I've really been when did when did when did uh, Phantom Menace come out 2001
1: 2001 or 99
0: 99 that was really Somewhere when in I there. I remember going to watch Phantom Menace in the theater and just being like okay Star Wars is awesome so I've learned more about Star Wars now than I have since then and it's all been because of Wikipedia and I've started reading a little bit of the novels and everything and it's been great so go read go read more about him and uh yeah Thank you for tuning into this episode. Thank you again to Jared. He's been he's been great. Um he's thrown in a lot of insight that, that I really feel pushes this show um even further and and I really would love to have uh him on on a regular basis and any of you guys if you wanna be on the show, just hit me up on Twitter and and yeah, I'll have you guys on. But anyway, uh thank you jared i really appreciate you
1: yeah thanks for having me on um like i would love to come on more if we get the opportunity if and we can make it work um it's just such a cool thing i love talking about star wars um brandon brandon got me into star wars um and i've just been in love with it ever since and so um to be able to be on a podcast to talk to it talk about it with him is just it's so much fun just to get more into it and and it teaches me a lot more as well and just makes me love it every time we talk more about it. So yeah, I'm just grateful I can be on here. I'm grateful that you you let me come. Hopefully I can come more.
0: Yeah. I mean, if yeah, I I want you on every week, I'm for sure having you on in the, on the uh, season finale, but if you want to be on every week, be my guest. I, I love having you on, obviously we're me, me and Jared are, are, I mean, we're brothers, but I mean, we're, we're best friends too. And uh, we hang yeah. out almost every day. It's just, it's just really yeah. cool to bounce ideas off of him. And, and, you know he has projects in the in, that, that he's working on and I've got you know big plans for this podcast and and things and it's just fun to have someone to talk to about and and I love having him on. I can't wait to Yeah. I can't wait for this thing to you know get even bigger and and have more people you know maybe be on with both of us and and that's really why I wanted to start this podcast is just to meet more like-minded people. So like I said, you know, you want to reach out I'm on twitter the all the descriptions are below in the show notes, um, but I am on Twitter at Kellos the Brave. You can follow the show uh at Pod. and then um Jared, do you have anything you wanna talk about or, or um, anybody can find you?
1: uh not really. I don't have a twitter um and yeah, like Brandon said, I've got a couple projects in the works, but I won't talk about those till they really get going, yeah, yeah, um, but I guess. For now, if you want my personal account, I'm on Instagram. Um, It's Ginji G-I-N-G-I-E underscore Bulls 17. So if you want to follow my personal account, there's that. But other than that, I don't really have anything until my projects
0: get get started. So look out for those. Awesome. I appreciate it. And I appreciate all you guys listening. And uh, I'll see all of you or talk to all of you next week. Bye.